well hello welcome to your favorite podcast ties taking in every second i'll let gray do the intros because i'm not good at this pretty sure you just did the intro for sure <laughs> Welcome to Ty's podcast episode two, where you will see us break down literally after the second podcast. Can they do it? We don't know. Mm. We're gonna have mm. to see. Yeah, okay. we're gonna have to find out. <laughs> this week we're talking about um, tight beats and how I'm gonna quit producing and just hand over <laughs> fortunate to tight beats. How do you feel about that fortunate? Well, I was tired of original custom beats, honestly, at this point. I just want to rap on melodic trap bangers <laughs> and just keep it going beats. and never move from there, never evolve, just just forever stagnant. I, I This is what I always wish for, honestly. So thank you, Gray. Appreciate oh, it. I forgot to light my candle before this. Uh, my vibes are all off. I'm going to be like mad aggressive this whole podcast. I actually ran out of incense, so... Dang. <laughs> yeah. I can't even incense the room? No, no, no incense, bro. My mom had... My mom bought me, like, this new incense one. Like, it's this, like, big cup. And she put it in my room. And she was like, oh, I have a surprise for you in your room. I walked in my room, bro, and it was smoke. Like, just smoke <laughs> everywhere. It's Straight like, incense. <laughs> yes, bro. I was, I was dying. Dang. <laughs> All right, well, let's kick it off for real, for real. Sorry about yeah. that joke's instro whoa intro everybody uh today we're gonna be chopping it up about mental health and music um overworking music life balance and uh everything that goes along with that so um i'm actually gonna let four start this one off because i think yes it's super important for the producer but maybe a little bit more important to the artist because an artist faces a lot uh to the public with a lot of this stuff so um, start her off, and then for let me know how you want me to jump in here. Oh, it's no problem. No problem. You you know when to jump in. Um, so in terms of like mental health, man, it's it's crazy because you know you record, you record, record. You come to a certain point where you know what I'm saying you just keep recording, and it starts to turn into from a hobby, and and then when you really figure out that this is what you want to do, it's then then it's a lifestyle, bro. Then you just have to live it at that point, and then. It's crazy because when you start living it, you know, a lot of your time is in it, of course, and um, it's just it's draining because you wake up every day and you're expected though to continue to pump out another song or another banger, you know what I'm saying? And you get that text, and you know it's a thrill. It's a it's a thrill to create songs. It's a thrill to like you know create those bangers, but it's just like at the same time, you can go insane doing this. Like you really yeah. could go insane if like if there's there's like no there's no breaks there's no there's no um like thinking and like in retrospect like sometimes you just have to take a breather and just like look okay I don't have to create today because every day bro it's crazy I feel obligated that I have to create a song like right. and it shouldn't be that way I think even though it is a job but I have to realize sometimes that I don't I'm not always on the clock. I can be off the clock too. Like that's actually a thing. Um, obviously, we don't want you off the clock forever. Now, you know what I'm saying. More than more than a week, more than a week, then you tweak it maybe. You know what I'm saying. Yeah. Um, 
But I started to learn that in terms of writer's block, I don't even say I have writer's block anymore. It's more so, it's just, yo, you know, because I don't, I don't actually have writer's block. It's like, you make a song, and it just doesn't sound right that day. Like, nothing, it doesn't sound right. Your voice don't sound right. Like, you with the beat, you matching on the flows don't sound right. Or sometimes, you, you get a little, you get a little bored of, of the repetitiveness of it, yeah. of it all. Like, you know, you wake up, you make a song, whatever. But at the same time, I hate doing paperwork. So that's why I haven't, like, put <laughs> lyrics up there. I haven't did the lyrics, though. Oh, that's oh, the yeah, stuff I good. need to do. I know I need to do it. Well, but I, I just hate I called you tonight, like, well, I think you called me after I just made all those samples. Um, yeah. And I was like, man, like, I don't know if it's just me, but none of these are hitting for me. I'm not loving mm. any of them. I'm feeling mm. really uninspired right now. And I showed you, and like, nah, these are fire. And we kind of came to the conclusion that, like, I'm still in my head because I had an off day yesterday. Um, and it's just again it's like (laughs) you gotta be mentally there and really believe in your craft at all times or like it all just becomes super bland and tasteless you know last night I took an hour out because I was up at like 3am so I took like an hour out from 3am to about 4am planning my day trying to just think about everything that I needed to like accomplish but I'm thinking about honestly limiting it to just just the top thing just starting to put the top thing so when i tell you like my board is filled with stuff that i need to do or like just have to do and like it doesn't have to be today obviously or even tomorrow but it's just stuff i thought i could all do today and then i realized i woke up and i'm like no like so like this can't happen today it just my mind is not there i haven't even like i was trying to take a little break but even while my break i was like playing uh, a little bit of video games even on my break, I stopped playing the video game to work some more on, like, some artwork and stuff like yeah. that. And, like, in midway through, like, not even, like, after, like, three games on, like, Call of Duty. important, like, what you said, like, taking the break, even though you know you got a bunch of work to do. Like, yeah. just letting yourself know it's okay to have some time off to do things, right? Like, mm. if you're working all day on music, by the time you're on that, like, eighth hour, Tell me that the music's not going to suffer a little bit if you haven't taken some downtime to let your brain reset, like go outside, mm. breathe some fresh air or something like that. Like even mm. tonight, I think you start doing a little bit of music and then you're like, no, nah, I'm just going to go for a run right now. Like I'll hit you back. Yeah. Because <laughs> like <laughs> yeah, that's... <laughs> you need to get like oxygen in your lungs and like go and mm. hit the reset. It wasn't, it wasn't just like, it wasn't just a reset though. It was more so, it was more so I hadn't worked out in a minute, right? Yeah. So what I was doing, I was like on this, uh, this cycle already. So I was like, yo, I need to do something that breaks the cycle right now. Like, and running, cause I haven't ran in a minute, like a long minute that broke my cycle. And that like, so I, I you know, did it, got a little workout in, um, and then I felt good. It felt good or whatever, but I was just happy that it took me out of my cycle and it kind of just helped to get the edge off in terms of, um, like just all this work that needs to be done. Yeah. And I, I I'm sure you have and a lot of people have heard like the the positive effects of physical exercise when it comes to mental mm. health. Even for somebody yeah. who isn't dealing with something specifically, right? Like even mm. if you go through uh if you go through a loss of uh someone in your life or a loss of something, like maybe even like a pet or something like that that you're super close with. Um, there's yeah. a difference between that person who sits in their house and is very depressed for the next little while trying to recover from it versus someone who goes to the gym and uh, relieves their stresses that way. Like I know even uh, some people that I have in my life who 
who lost individuals or lost relationships and all of a sudden mm. like they're like oh man like i'm having trouble sleeping like i'm having a difficult time just relieving my stress i go to my head hits the pillow and like i can't stop thinking mm. my thoughts are at a hundred percent um and once they started working out and i've even experienced the same thing um it changes your whole like it gives your body a reset it helps you to function normally it it fixes your circadian rhythm so you sleep better you sleep longer um it's just really the key like you see that it, it we're meant to be healthy we're meant to exercise and like the whole other mm. thing we need to talk about is how sometimes you can forget to exercise when you're an artist or a producer because you're spending a lot of time sitting in a chair <laughs> in, in this chair listen this chair has had this like the chair knows you best probably yeah. like oh my gosh you are sitting in your chair most of the time all the time yeah and any you know it's crazy like i always say it you know it's it's uh it's spiritual then it's mental then it's physical and i realized so i've been lacking on my spiritual side honestly and I think mentally, you know, I was doing okay, but I hadn't worked out physically. So I hadn't worked on the physical side. So I'm, I'm lacking in like the spiritual and physical right now. And I think that's why I'm feeling a lot, like a little off tempo on everything yeah. that I'm doing. Because and sometimes you don't realize it's from that. You got to like, like what you did, like trace it back a bit. Like, okay, where did I go wrong here? <laughs> mm, mm, you know, what really happened is quarantine, quarantine and just, yeah. Like, Quarantine threw me, kind of threw me off. Like, Going don't get me wrong. Like, it, it, uh, <laughs> <laughs> Anywho. <laughs> yeah, so that that little breakup thing. I think that I didn't think about that. That's probably where it all went when it went down some more. Um, but, you know, that happened. So I think I did because that kind of threw off. That threw off my rhythm as well, uh, for sure. You know, um, not talking to a person you were talking to for like what eleven months or something like that, almost. Um, obviously, dive, dive that into that a bit deeper too, because like that's another like even though a relationship feels separate from music, it's actually not. It's literally the most intertwined thing. Like how you know it comes what's, through the you music. You know what's so crazy? Yeah, I used to be like, I used to be, I used to be so happy when I would see like other like stars like break up or something like that because I'm like, oh, we getting some fire music. <laughs> Like when Chippy Red and uh, Alex broke up the first time, I was like, "Yes, finally, let's go!" Fire music when uh, Bella Hadid and um, The Weeknd broke up. I was like, "Oh, this is about to be good!" And he came out with My Dear Melancholy. Doesn't um, uh, doesn't Alex make music too? We don't we don't we don't talk about that. I know someone like, who has a session with her coming up. Ooh, in Toronto. Ooh, maybe I, I should have said that. <laughs> <laughs> okay, continue. <laughs> Um, by the way, Alex was trending on Twitter last night. We don't, we don't speak on why. You see the Taylor um, Swift, uh, Kanye stuff that came out today? Yes. Yeah, what, what was about, what, like, it's the listen, we'll get to the gossip yeah, we'll later. Yeah, we'll talk about we'll later. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, but so no. talk about that. Just... Dive, dive deeper into the, the relationships and breakups and how they can affect you and your music it, and all that. It's, it's weird because, it's weird because before the relationship, you know, they were like, oh, okay, it's making fire, right? Got into the relationship, they're like, "Hey, you ain't gonna make no fire no more." Everyone gets a little you know, nervous. I'm, they're right in their nose. Uh, yeah, yeah, you know what I'm saying. I'm, I'm thinking maybe I'm thinking no, I can still do this, but it's really hard in relationship trying to balance like your time with with that person and with your other person, your other girlfriend, which is music, 
and trying to balance all that time, you know what I'm saying? They're all fighting for your attention. So you just really got to choose what really matters to you and your priorities wise um, and what matters for the long run. And, you know, it's funny because they were like, you know, everybody on my friends and everybody's like, oh, okay, during the relationship, now you're just going to be trash. And actually, I feel like my music during the relationship was really good. You know what I'm saying? It was a lot more upbeat. It was upbeat. It was, um, it also introduced new feelings for me. Yeah. So it introduced new feelings for me to express my way, express myself in a different way because of the fact that I was going through these experiences. Because mind you, I've only had like two relationships, not even right. really one. So, um, so yeah, like I think it it opened up new experiences for me, for me stuff for me to talk about. So yeah. during the relationship, you know, stuff was all good. It was happy. Some you know some sad songs here and there, but you know, um, and I realized more problems within myself that I could express through the music. Right. So, you know, just it was just more content. It was and then like you after, said, it was introspective. Like, you learned yeah. stuff about yourself from it. The, but the funny thing is, though, right, I didn't realize, bro, I didn't realize that um, before before the relationship, I was like, bro, what was I doing? What was I doing while, you know, like, the time I'm talking to this person, like, what was I doing before I met this person? How was I occupying my time then? Right. If I'm making all this time now... I wonder what I was doing before. Yeah. And then even trying to get out the cycle of after the relationship when you um like you had all that time and you give all that time to that person, you know, you you get out of it and then you're like, bro, how do I occupy my time now? Because <laughs> it's all you you did everything with that person. Like you talked to them twenty four seven, you shared your experiences and it was crazy. Mm-hmm. Like I'll chime in um on a past relationship I had, um is when I was working on like my own music hold on, hold on, and all hold on, hold on. that. No, we don't, we, don't get, we, don't, we don't get a lot of Gray's past relationships. This is yo, a highlight. Man. You know what's crazy is like I don't even re- really think you know this for like I never really talked about this with you because, like I said, like we weren't really making music together at this time. This is when I was on my own album, so over like a year ago. Um, yeah. And like this is when you did we did the feature together. Actually, you're on like two songs on my album because you were on. Uh, oh, you were on Hall of Fame, and uh, I forgot the other record. But anyways, um, I know the about. the person that I happened to be with at the time um, never was negative about music that I made, but never supported me, which is like mm. was such an eye opening thing. Cause in the in the moment, like I didn't realize it, but mm. I guess I did, but I didn't confront it. So that's the big thing. It's like you can realize things, but if you don't confront them, it's like they aren't actually real until you decide, like, okay, no, this is happening, and I can see it right before my eyes. Mm. Um, yeah. And it wasn't until some I was with a group of people, and they asked this individual, they're like, yo, like, <laughs> do you support Grace's music? Do you like it? And then she just laughed, and I was like, Bro, what? <laughs> I was like, I was oh, like yo. No. So then, like, I went into this spiral of, like, yo, is everything I'm making, like, trash? Like, is this all horrible? And, like, looking back on it, it wasn't amazing music, but it definitely was far from horrible, like, at the time. Mm. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. There was stuff that I was proud about yeah, it was on good. there. And yeah. uh, so that was in the middle of me making the album. And then things, we we broke it off there. She was actually the, re- okay, this person was actually the reason I wasn't able to meet Fortunate. Um, and that's a funny story we gotta talk <laughs> yeah, about. The one day, day I, I was gonna make <laughs> it was the day, day I got dumped. I like, bro, what? <laughs> you called like, me. He's like, like Gray. <laughs> he's like, Gray's like, Gray's like, yeah, I have to meet my girlfriend. I have to meet my girlfriend. I'm like, bro, what? I'm like, 
This is the one day I'm here. Like, yeah. yo, just tell your girlfriend call call you. But she like, apparently, like, no, nah, it won't be an issue now. <laughs> yeah, like God. But anyways, so this is crazy because I learned, like, you kind of learned post relationship, uh, like how it influenced the music. It kind of happened like that for me too, because I was still finishing the album, and then I re—I still didn't have an album name, but I had all these songs, and then that's when it all like clicked in my head. Like storms passed. I was driving one day, and it was like a terrible storm, and it was one of those <clears> storms that goes away really quickly. Like it almost just seems like one yeah. blow of wind, it's gone. And I was like, wow, <laughs> like storms really do pass by quick. Like in the moment, it feels like it's just crowding up your life, and it's never gonna end. And then next thing you know, like the sun's out. So then I developed the whole album idea, like Storms Pass. I got all the songs in the intro was this like really heavy sounding track with I, I had my friend Tanner play piano. on. It was like this really dark melody mm-hmm. um, and thunder and lightning was going off everywhere. And then yeah. it ends off being this like really vibrant track at near the end of it. Like it kind of brightens mm-hmm. up. And that was the whole idea of the album. And making that song, I can't explain it, but like, that was my emotional release getting over things like for a lot of my life, mm. like making that album. I first experienced like how music can help you emotionally through things. You know, you know, to point on, to touch on really, um, on what you said about when, you know, she asks, when someone asks her about your music, um, you know, I think it's really important as well to have to, if you're with someone to really have someone that, fully supports your music and also also like tells you like gives you crit- uh, criticism on your music as well yeah. to show they care you know what i'm saying and they make that extra even if this even if it's like the, it's not their like cup of tea like you know what i'm saying it's not the t- style of music um you know just just showing that little support uh for that other person i think that's really important because bro i can't i can't even imagine like how that's kind of like that's embarrassing bro yeah. like if someone someone acts as your girl, yo, how do you feel about the music? And she laughs. That's like, bro, that's that's instant cut for me. Well, that's like, instant cut. And that was a time where, like, I was still, like, music was still new, right? So I'm still yeah. super insecure about it. Mm, so Yeah, that's, really, that's also a touchy period, too. That's crazy that yeah. you didn't, like, quit or nothing like that. I really believed that, like, that was, yeah. like, I should kind of laugh at myself kind of a thing. But then I had mm. friends, and this is a, like another deeper aspect of making music. I had friends telling me like that they loved it and they're like, no, nah, like keep it. Like this is crazy, blah, blah, blah. And mm. I still went forward and deleted it all and like kind of hit the reset because once you make your mind up that you don't like something, like you know it as yeah. well as anyone else, it's, it's an impossible mission to go back <laughs> and change your mind again. So that's, that's so true because it's like, um, you know, you start something, and sometimes you you don't really like it as much. And then as soon as you hear somebody, and it could be like a certain person's opinion can change your whole outlook on the song, because when you value someone's opinion so much, that I think honestly though, I think honestly if I if I would have heard, okay, so if I would have heard that someone you know didn't like my music like back when I was first starting or whatever, um. I honestly, I think if I heard it enough, I probably would have quit, right? But I think the what helped me though was the blind confidence of the fact that I'll I'll just because the way I take I took it was like I'll show you it was like a chip on my shoulder like heavy type thing, right? Yeah. 
And I was thinking about it the other day, and I was like, if I started music at like 16 or right, like even right now, I was thinking, and I heard people tell me that, you know, they didn't really like it or whatever like that. I think now, if people told me that, it would be, it would be like, not, it wouldn't be the blind confidence, but it'd be like more of, I feel like I may, may have quit or just not keep going because I feel like now it's, I take the criticism and I hear it, but it's like, yo, I'm confident in my skill set now. So I'm confident that I can out-rap anybody or I can out-bar anybody. Like, I'm confident that I can wipe or wash any dude on the track or, or female. You know, female rappers do exist. So, you know, anybody on the track, though, like, that's the type of confidence I have now because right. of the fact that I feel like I've built up my skill set. Exactly, which happens over time. And like you said, like, in your case, it was younger. And we all know for me that I started when I was, like, 18, so... Mm. Mm-hmm. or 19 actually so um it just happens at different times and like we just saw firsthand like i almost gave it up for that reason right um and mm-hmm. not only that like people don't even necessarily need to be negative but when you when you're in your own head it uh it changes so i want to kind of transition this to uh what we introduced for the second point which was overworking um which I guess is kind of like what we said, taking the break. Is that even is that even a thing? Overworking doesn't exist. Hmm. You can't overwork, right? Yo, yo, you got yo, yo, hold on. You release a podcast every week, a video every week, a song every week, a post every day on IG, Instagram, and you run Facebook ads, bro. What can you do? More content. More content. One <laughs> voice. Three days is Gary V. <laughs> no, you know, one man. day I got a dream. I'm gonna buy the Giants. <laughs> um, overworking is a real thing because there's something yeah. called exhaustion that humans face, and it's where our bodies literally say, "You know what? You've put me through enough. Um, I can't function anymore, and I'm just gonna <laughs> shut down." And it literally happens like when you're just operating everyday normal life. Um, you know what? You put me through enough. And I've, I've seen, had enough of it. <laughs> and I've seen you drive before, and you're like, great, I shouldn't be driving right now. I'm so tired. Yo, yo, you don't know how many times I've, I've, I fell asleep on the road, bro. Like, more, it happened. It happened. Like, when I was working a lot more or whatever, I was, like, literally, bro, like, at least twice or three times a week falling Stop. asleep on the road in the morning. I, I've almost been in, like, five accidents because of it. <laughs> <laughs> I I'm 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 uh, I'm alive and also like just I you know my car hasn't been touched and I'm like yeah. that by the grace of God for real yeah because it's like I woke up at like split seconds or like my arm nudged it by accident and I dodged the car type thing right and I woke up and I, I just heard a horn at one time I was at the light going to work and all I hear bro at one second I'm awake looking at the light looking at the cars the next second I'm like. My eyes are open, and all I hear is honks from all everyone yeah. behind me, and everything is forward. I'm like, oh my gosh! <laughs> yeah, it, but, it happens to a lot more people than you think. Like, especially people who work who work night shifts and stuff like that. Oh man, which is crazy. I think um, honestly, the thing with overworking is, uh, you know, it's, it's the same thing as just trying to find that balance. It's you, you're always. Cause I'm still trying to find that balance. I, every day I'm trying to find the balance. Right. And 
I feel like I get I feel like I get closer by like two steps and then back that up by five like the next day sometimes right depending on what happens so because the thing is though you never really have a break with life like it's like one day you feel like you have things figured out and then something is thrown your way and it just throws off a whole bunch of stuff so I think it's more so not even about overworking but in terms of adapting to your work and for your work trying to see what you can really do to um adapt to the situations around you and speaking on that you know what's the worst is like when you have a full day that you are like gonna dedicate to music and you get into it and you're like wow i'm not feeling this and you know that like tomorrow you have school or work or something yes and you're like wow i guess i'm just gonna waste this waste this opportunity right now not feeling it (laughs) that's i hate that so much like, and it's like, bro, I know this is like a free, I have a free day. That's about to happen tomorrow, right? right. Tomorrow, I have a free day. I I just hope that I'm, <laughs> I hope that I wake up and I hope that I do everything right. What I need to probably do is, you know, kick it off with a devotion. Yeah. I need, probably need to work out or something. Yeah. You know, just get my mind right. Exactly. Get that spiritual life right and mental and then, you know, I'll work on what I need to work on. You wake up, like, eat a good breakfast. Eat a good some, breakfast. Get some coffee in you. You know, my, 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 bro, I have stuff for breakfast. I just don't ever eat it. Yeah, I, and, like, I, I'm the same way, but, like, like get in front of the oven, like, make some scrambled eggs or something, get some mm, Yeah, like, in you. you know, like, a good meal, like, that, that morning. You just something good in you. That, that's true. Bro, you know, it's crazy. On days, on days, on days, like, where it's, I wake up and I do all that stuff, and, like, it feels like I'm some, like, playboy billionaire that got it all figured out. <laughs> like, you know, just walking around the house with my robes, making the eggs, you know what yep. I'm saying, making pancakes for all the kids, you know? <laughs> yep, like, I feel like when when that happens and you start to get in that rhythm, like, for that day, you just start to feel like you accomplished a whole lot by the end of the day. When and it doesn't that, even feel like work. When you're in that billionaire rhythm, um, yes. do you go through underground garages, like, Truck yeah. to the plane to the truck kind of thing. No, I'm more like truck to the hotel lobby. Oh but, my gosh. you know, stay in underground garages. Of course. <laughs> All good though. All right, moving on. Um, I was. I think. I think it. honestly, we we should make, probably make this the name of this billionaire rhythm. The name of this uh, podcast. <laughs> podcast today. Say, like the Drake podcast. <laughs> the Drake podcast. Um, you know, if Drake want to get on here, he can. Though you know, well, just let us know, Drake. And you know what's a crazy thing, too, is uh, what? what were we talking about before when you said people talking down on the music and everything like that, and mm-hmm. even people you look up to. Um, mm-hmm. Like, how many times have we seen rappers go through the same thing, like Drake with the whole Pusha T thing? Like, he, he had a signed mic from him. He looked up to clips and all that. And then one day they're your rival. Like, that's the most insane <laughs> thing. Or they just <laughs> disapprove of your music. And it's like, you have to have some crazy courage and belief in yourself to keep going because that's who you built a lot of your courage and your confidence from. Mm, that's that's mad true. Like, I think, you know, um, it's, I think also uh, you can't, you're, you can't, because I realize, I realize, like, the celebrities and people, like, I look up to, I guess, for certain stuff or whatever, music-wise or just in general, or, like, the way they act and stuff, like, you can't because I realize... I should not look up to them, those people, because literally, and everybody says it all the time when they meet them, 
uh, they're like, bro, they're human just like us. The reason I feel like we have such a higher view of these people now, whatever, is because mainly Instagram, the internet, you know what I'm saying? And we see what we see. They show us what they, you know, they show us what they want us to see. And I feel like it's, it's more so, it's more so like just the way they look. It's, you know, we're, we're all caught up in like the persona, you know, but at the end of the day, we just got to realize like, um, that they're all human. Like I went to concerts when I went to like Jaden Smith concert and lots of concerts and stuff like that. I looked at, I used to look at them like, oh my God, there's some big star, right? Now, don't get me wrong, they are big stars or whatever. But now when I look at them, I'm like, I, I just feel like I'm looking at another human on the stage. Like, like I feel like I could be that guy's homie, like type thing. You know what I'm saying? Like it's not even, I feel like I'm on the same level. Right. That's how I feel now. Mindset. Exactly. It's that mindset, it's that mindset uh, shift. And placing your 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 value or having that value to someone that doesn't even know you, that you don't really know, that only tells you what they want you to know, it's you know what I'm saying, it's stipending to your own to your own mental mental health if they were to um, just completely like disregard you. And it's also stipending to yourself in terms of cause me, I want to be able to look up to my future self. You know, I heard this in the, you know, we heard this in the Rust book. Where he's like, you know, his idol was his future self. And I, I took that to heart because now I'm I'm thinking about the person that I could be in the future, like the perfect me. You know what I'm saying? I just I just want to be able to be the perfect me every day. Right. Uh, that's what I'm striving for, really. And that's untouchable. No one else can touch that. Exactly. Because that's you as an individual. Crazy. The only person that could disappoint me would be me. And I mean, and, and it's hard though. It's hard because, you know, um, we're going to segue into the next point in terms of the music life balance. Big it, one. You know, I got a lot to say on this one. Like, well, well then I'll let you kick it. Well, and I, I know you, you do as well because like you even said in the last podcast, like it goes back to the discipline thing, right? Yeah. Because um, sure. this is like a job. If you really want it to be, if you want it to be a fun thing, go crazy my dude just just do this for fun whenever you feel mm. like it pick up your guitar and just record mm. a little bit and you'll get better uh very little over the course of five years you, <laughs> you might start making good songs a couple of years in um and mm. then you gotta you figure out how to get it on streaming services and then mm. oh you have to figure out how to perform and then you realize mm. holy cow there's a lot that goes into this and i'm not prepared <laughs> so mm. anyways um yeah so when like you make the decision that you want to go further in life with anything, any kind of an activity like this, you realize that you got to sacrifice a lot of things for it. And that's a decision that's neither the right or the wrong one. It's just up to you and your personal journey. Mm. Um, so the first thing I think everyone goes through is either relationships or, or friendships because that's our biggest thing. Like our friends rely on us, our relationships rely on us, and we want to be there for them. But at the end of the day, like this life is a journey of you as an individual, right? And what you can serve mm. to the world and what's going to make you happy is going to help you to succeed to help the most people in life that way. And mm. you playing Xbox with your friends every night till 1 a.m. is not going to do that because even if you can swing doing that and then waking up early enough to go to work and then getting home and 
having time for music the next day, you're going to be too tired <clears throat> to even focus on it, and you've just wrecked your whole rhythm for a whole other <clears throat> day. And you're like, oh, That's well, true. I guess I'll get back to it tomorrow. And then, like, God forbid you want to do a workout too. You have no energy for that. <laughs> so you can see how it just, like, dopples over. But uh, what was I going to say? Um, yeah, and then even, like, relationships. Like, that person depends on you 24-7, like, to be there for them, right? And yep. you got to figure out a way to balance this crazy, like, work ethic that you want to do, but also be that caring individual and support system for someone that needs it, right? And mm. that's that's no little task. And what I find is, like, I've never had an issue with the relationship thing because, f- for instance, right now, like, the person I got is extremely special, and uh, she's just, like, my number one supporter, so I never have had to worry about that. But... I'm going to hit the boys real quick in the chat right now. Um, I'm calling them out because these are my best buds. But sometimes <laughs> pressure has come from them to be like, hey, man, like, where you been at? Why you, why you neglecting where us? Where you been at? Yo, why you want to <laughs> stay till 3 a.m. and hang out with us? And it's because I'm sitting there, like, literally thinking in my head, I'm doing nothing productive right now. Like, this is, like, what am I doing? Like, I could be doing so much to advance myself right now. And this has been an amazing, like, seven or eight hours of hanging out. But it's time, like, like I need to get to work or, like, I get fidgety. And, like, I need – I start thinking about it. I start need to, like, get on the phone with you or I start wanting to start going on Instagram and connecting with other people and looking. Because, like, we've seen what happens when you push opportunities, when you, you yeah. have to bring them your way in order for it mm. to for it to come your way a lot of the time, right? So it's just been a matter of me being like, hey, this is this is what's up. This is how much time I need to dedicate to music. I'm gonna still make the time for you guys, but like just know that I'm taking this really seriously. Like and you can make as many jokes as you want because that kind of lightens up the mood of everything. But like <laughs> this is not a joke to me because I love it right now. Who knows? Maybe when I'm 30 i decided i don't like music anymore and that'll be what it is and then we don't have to worry about this because i can assume the mediocre life but as of right now i love it and i want it to go far and i want it to be extremely special and that only happens if you put in the work um which is cool right yeah but everyone wants to support the vision be like oh i'm here for you oh that's i totally believe (laughs) in you but as soon as it means that they get less of you for something they're like man you're Mm -hmm. so selfish like what's going on with you like You've changed. <laughs> You've and, changed. Like, and to wrap up my end of, of these things before I shift it to you, it kind of felt like I was doing the right thing because I just had a situation like that with some people I'm close with, and I kind of had to echo those those same sentiments. And then someone kind of came to the crib uh, the next week, and they're like, hey, man, like, I, like, I just want to know, like, how do you balance this whole work music thing? Like, because, mm. like, I got parents <laughs> who are asking me to get, like, a nine-to-five, and I feel mm. all this pressure, but I want to do music. like, And, like, this person was literally looking at me as, like, how does he do it? And I'm literally just figuring it out myself, like, that same week. So I felt like that was kind of, like, a sign, like, all right, I'm on the right path, right? And, like, I, I literally told this person, I'm like, Leo, look at my text. Look what I just had in the group chat. Like, literally the mm. same thing we're talking about, right? So yeah. it, it impacts people that quick. You know, like... You know that's that's real crazy because I I've had people asking me stuff like that and I'm I'm sitting here struggling I'm waking up every day struggling yeah I, I'm I'm struggling myself 
I'm like, yo, man, I got, I got, they're like, yo, you do so much. I'm like, I don't do enough in my mind. I don't, I'm not doing enough. Every day, you know what I'm saying? They're like, Gage, you're grinding. I'm, I could grind, I could grind harder. Like, <laughs> yeah. You know what I'm saying? It's a possibility, you know? And, um, you know, you said, you said something about like, uh, when, you know, telling them like, you don't have time, like, you want to make time for like this passion or whatever, you know, I, I actually, I don't be seeing my homeboys like that at all. Like I see my homeboys like a weekend at once every month. Cause right. just cause of our lives, just totally in different areas and stuff like that. Yeah. So it's just really this transition phase. So, you know, um, but I've had that the same kind of similar issue. You know, it's funny. I quit snap, right? I quit snap. I'm off of snap. I left every group chat I was in. I just dipped, right? And I made a vow to myself that I'll hop back on Snapchat when we rich. So when I feel like we rich, <laughs> whenever I feel like that is, I'll hop back on Snapchat, right? But it was that same thing. They're like, hey, you don't post in the group chat, bro. I'm not going to post in the group chat, bro. You're just sending, <laughs> like, don't get me wrong. It's, it's funny stuff. It's funny stuff in there. You know what I'm saying? Y'all doing funny stuff. But it's time for everything. And it's time, like, y'all jokes or whatever, bro. Like, yeah. we're in a transition phase. I understand that. You know, maybe y'all not taking it as serious as I am right now, but I'm in a transition phase and I'm trying to take, I'm trying to take my fam, I'm trying to take the people I know, whatever, like out, out in a different area. I'm trying to take my mind somewhere out into a different horizon. I want to elevate, bro. Yeah. I can't be sitting here being stagnant. We're talking about the same things. We're going to college, <laughs> we're going to college to a different place just to come back to the same hometown. I can't be doing it. And you I don't want to crazier do when you realize that. Most of these people that are going to college, they aren't even gonna. They they still aren't gonna find that mindset shift or that dedication. They're gonna go and they're gonna party every single night. And like I've seen it, like, and they're gonna put their whole life on the gram, and that's gonna mm. be it. Like that's their whole life. And then I don't know what's exciting for them. Maybe like they get a nine to five after that, and yeah. then they get a family. And you know, that's, that's they're it. gonna. That's the thing. That's the thing, though. Like you live, they live for what four years, and then after the four years, they get back Done. to. Yeah, that's it. You that's know, it. I'm not trying to live for just four years. I'm trying to live forever. Like, like right yeah. after this. Like, so be great. Like you're trying to be. You're trying to be great and set apart and be different and be chosen. That's what I'm saying. And it's funny though. It's funny though because the more people tell me my decisions aren't. They try and talk me out of my decisions of sacrifice, of sacrificing my time, maybe money, sacrificing um like just certain things. So, so I had someone tell me today, they were telling me on reasons why I should not go to Berkeley. Like yeah. guy, I've never. I first of all, this is a guy like I, this is my first time meeting him or whatever, right? Right. First time meeting him, he was telling me on why I shouldn't go to Berkeley, right? Okay, and I told him, and he was let me tell you what he was telling me. He was like. Oh, you know, the money, you know what I'm saying? You been up there yet? I was like, nah, I haven't been up there yet because I haven't been up there to tour. So he was like, oh, you don't even know how it looks up there, nothing like that. He was like, oh, you should just like probably just go to community college and like you can go to this state university and then, you know, you get a business degree, you know, instead of just the music, the music, right? I'm like, yeah, it sounds good, right? That, that sounds good, bro. But, bro, I, mean, I told him, I said, this is a sacrifice I'm willing to make. What okay, I get what sixty K student debt, forty K student debt, whatever the student debt is, right? Yeah. I get my student debt, whatever. Okay. But if I'm making what? I'm gonna be what, making millions every year type thing, I'm gonna pay that off easy. Bro, that's the sacrifice make, like, I'm willing to make. Even if you make like hundred and fifty to two thousand two hundred thousand, like even a hundred thousand, like off that's of one deal type thing. 
yeah and like that's that's a topic for another day but like yeah like they they think small they dream small and they dream like with guarantees safe and safe there's no safe safe. like literally what we're going with right now with coronavirus like it proves (laughs) like nothing is safe everything's temporary this whole life's temporary so if you're not taking these risks like what the heck are you doing you know, it's crazy. My counselors told me they were like, uh, they were like, you know, this isn't the traditional route. You know, you know, you going to like, I don't know why, but the more people tell me that this isn't a traditional route or you should not do it is the more I want to do it because of the fact that I can tell their fear of not chasing after their dreams or what they wanted. They're trying to reflect that on me. Mm-mm. If they're trying to tell me to go away from it, I'm going to go to it. Yep. That's exactly what I'm going to do. And, you know, it's crazy. You had you said this thing where you'd be like, yeah, you'll be with them, and you feel like you're thinking about something totally different about working and whatever. Bro, I'd be in class, certain classes. Okay, first off, electives, I do not care about electives. <laughs> oh, my. Your class doesn't matter at all. Like, you just don't matter. You're just here to fill up time, like, yeah. just to waste my time. Yeah. So, on top of that, and then, um, like, core classes, right? I hate it most. I hate it most when the teacher is like, yo, we won't actually need this, but I'm going to tell you guys, I'm going to teach you guys this anyway. We don't actually need it. What? Why are we here? <laughs> You're like, what do you mean? I don't need this. You're telling me you, I don't need this. Let me go. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Like I'll be, i be talking to folks and they're like, Hey, cause I stopped, um, during in school or whatever. I would stop. Uh, let me just say, let me just say, uh, during my high school time, because high school times are over now, because right. uh, of Corona. But <laughs> during so my high school COVID. career, <laughs> so during my high school career, like I started, I stopped to, uh, during the senior year, or whatever. I had stopped to, I stopped sitting at the lunch table, or whatever. And when I did sit at the lunch table, I sat at the end with my laptop and headphones, right? Yeah. Bro, people looking at people looking at me because I'm just <laughs> listening to beats, or just getting somehow, right? Yeah. And they'd be like, "Hey, like you don't talk to us, or like you don't like." You know, you always seem someone, and I've had this so many times, bro. They'd be like, Kate, you always look like you're like somewhere else. You're like, uh, you know, you say you always look like you're far beyond this, or like you're not I here. Am. Bro, I am. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Most of the time, bro, during the day, during school, I'm dreaming and thinking about stages, thinking about like performing, thinking about how we can improve the music, thinking about ways yeah. we can connect with people. I'm just thinking, trying to elevate all the right. time. And, I'm never, and it's, like, like, literally, like, every day, like, when I'm on my lunch at work and you get on your lunch at school, like, we FaceTime sh- and we talk for, like, 45 minutes about it all. Bro, it's, a God, man. It's just... And you know and the other I- thing that we, like, we, we kind of went over but didn't really talk about is, like, when you're what? with the people, like, let's say school or your classmates or even your friends, yeah. like, the times you feel most drained about music is with them. Like, if you aren't surrounding yourself but with positivity, you're like, mm. man, I feel down about this because you're making me feel down about it kind of a thing, right? Like, I, the, mm. you feel their energy dragging you mm. down. You, that's, that's, all, that's so true. That is so true. When, and then on top of that, it's like, you know, that happens. And, but the more I'm with them, when I am with them, I realize how much music means to me, how much more right. it means to me. Because when I'm with them, I'm thinking, I, I just try to, trying to create, trying to create this, trying to create that. But then it's like, 
I think I took it for granted. I took it for granted when I was in the studio recording, right? Right. But then when I'm out, when I'm out there with them, I'm like, yo, I wish I was in the studio recording right now or something different. Like I need something to do with music, even like film that correlates with the music. I just need something. I'm thinking about different stuff, like trying to elevate our game at every moment I get. Right. And it's um, I mean, but that also comes with like you know, it's also trying to balance your mental health as well. Because when you are stuck on work all the time, I mean that that obviously can't be good. <laughs> no. So yeah, it's like you said, it's a it's a balance. At the end of the day, balance is hard. Balance is just it's just gonna be a tough thing. It comes with so it's discipline, balance, um, and of course. Um, Did I just hear an just, Xbox? Yeah, I think it turned off. <laughs> But my NBA 2K is done, though. <laughs> ah, oh, look at that. So, so that's good. So, uh, yeah, like, let's think. Is there anything else uh, that we can go over? I Again, like, I feel so underqualified. But, like, <laughs> like we said, like, we're just talking about our own personal experiences and all that. Man, we're, we're still, like, this is, like, a almost like a, it's a diary. You know what I'm saying? It's, yeah. it's just keeping going. It's going to keep on evolving. Our mindsets are going to continue to change, continue to just evolve in general. Right. That's the point of life. You got to keep evolving. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. And uh, what's cool about having a team is, like, you evolve together. And uh, mm. you're, like, a support system for each other, right? So even if, like, everyone in your in your area is down on you or, like, you've severed your relationships because you're just focusing on your passion, like, it's cool for me yeah. and Cade because... Like, I have this homie that I've never met that we know each other from the internet. And, like, we literally feel bond stronger than anything that's, like, actually mm. in front of us, which is that's, insane. That's so true. <laughs> you know, and it's also crazy because, um, bro, oh, I want to say this. Greg, we need someone to do the paperwork, man, because I, I, I don't like the paperwork. <laughs> Done with the, I the don't lyrics like and stuff. Paperwork. The, the lyrics, the posting for the month, maybe. And then, like, just, just the egg, the little things, you know what I'm saying? The background stuff. We like, might, just have like, to, might have to get someone else on the team for that. Yeah, we need someone else on the team, bro. I just want to let you know about that. Uh, Kenneth now, and Liam, we're going to be expanding your AOA uh, duties. Oh, God, uh, please no. report to listen, the office. Listen, listen. No, they got to they gotta, <laughs> they gotta do the duties that they do have right now. You yeah. know what I'm saying? They got to gotta fix those first. Yeah. So, um... All right. Anyway, we're gonna segment into the best and worst projects right now. I know fortunate I think, you're excited to talk about the the weekend album. You're super excited oh, to talk about how good trash, it was. Trash, trash, <laughs> garbage, snooze fest, horrible. Listen, I love the weekend, right? And this is this is what everybody does before they show hate. I love the weekend, but that mess was garbage, bro. Straight dumpster booty juice, garbage. Just stunk it up the place. God, okay, now you're gonna ask me why. Why was it okay? First track, banger, fire. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? It was banger though. It was banger. And then I believe the singles, um, like Heartless or whatever, the five of the singles. Fire. Um Snow Child is my favorite album cut wise. Like just just, you know, off the rip. That was my favorite song. And I think it's because I like the, you know, just the connectivity. He, you know, he really got he really dug, dug deep into his feelings on that one. You yeah. know, I love the, I love the, um, we were chilling at Coachella, <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, yeah, um, but the rest of them, man, come on, man, Fam. it was a, it's a sleepy time, it's a sleepy <laughs> time record. <laughs> so, 
No, I, if you're finished, I can I can take over what I think. Listen, I'm gonna I'm gonna because literally, literally, listen, I love I love the whole theme in the beginning. I was thinking, yo, this is about to be five, it's about to be mixed, it's about to give me something new. The best thing on this album was the production for sure. The production was great. The production was amazing. But my issue is, bro. Metro Boomin did a lot of it too. The weekend did the same thing he always does. Which is. I, I don't uh, Michael Jackson covers. <laughs> You're kind of right. <laughs> and you know what? You know what? Like, so here's the thing. I'm gonna come clean. Um, oh, I used to be quick to hate on a lot more music like before. So I'll be honest. When Starboy came out and like everyone was running oh, back that record, like you couldn't I get it out Starboy. of your ears. At the time, I was like, man. I hate this record. Like, I don't love any of the songs. Uh, I found them annoying. But I came back to it, like, half a year later. I'm like, no, nah, this is insane. Like, just even mm. like the, the opening track, like, Starboy is incredible. Oh. But off me loving Starboy, I was like, okay, I'm going to love After Hours, right? Mm. Mm. Being honest, yes, it was a little bit slow. It's a little slow. It's a little down. But, like you said, the production is incredible. The tracks flow super nicely. It feels really cohesive, like, start to finish. We're not even going to talk about the the remixes that came out because that's just, just absolutely terrible. But, uh, like, Hardest to Love is one of my favorite records, and even Scared to Live, crazy, crazy good records. Um, just the vibe on it and the way that he... Like just so here's the thing with the weekend too is he's so meticulous about he's a perfectionist and you can tell that and like I've even heard mm-hmm. his his engineers and his producers get interviewed and they'll say the same thing like he'll he'll hit them five times over just to get a mix right and this is like professional dudes that he's dealing with so mm-hmm. he cares about the craft and he's been doing this way longer than people realize like people don't realize he was doing this way before the Take Care era too like with all those mixtapes and stuff and then yeah. getting with Drake. Um, and like to segue that, like we should talk about where does this album rank? Where do his albums rank now with trilogy and stuff? Mm, you know, you know, you know. It's also funny. They uh, okay. So okay, we got his albums because trilogy um, is classics, right? For R and B, that those are classic trilogy, albums. Yeah, trilogy now. is classic. Trilogy is classic. By the way, is Star? Are we considering Starboy Pop? Right, it's pop, right? Oh, totally, Ish. totally pop. Yeah. Okay, so that is the only pop that is fire. Just letting you know, because we had a discussion about pop, and that is the only pop that is fire. I'm gonna let Anywho. you. I'm gonna let you say that. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, all the rest of the pop trash. Mm. Okay, except for like the, except for like the, like the hey. You missing me like you missing me like huh? like that type of pop. Hot Where take. do you think you going, baby? <laughs> pop does and not exist. Genres exist, and pop is uh. just a blend of all the genres. Like you listen to any pop <clears throat> record now, it's a blend of electronic, hip hop, and alternative, and like some rock, and that's just the plain <clears throat> truth. Okay, we're gonna rank these bloody albums. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, so no we got all right after hours. I'm putting it all the way at the bottom. Trash, garbage, dumpster. And you know what's funny? Listen, after hours would have honestly. After hours is like it's one of those records 
like he released it at the wrong time. Like if he released this November and December, oh, I'm all over it. Oh, this is it. You know what I'm saying? It this was a winter him. album. Totally is. It's a winter album, bro. Like we can't like you can't be releasing like all these this mad feels, bro. It ain't cuffing season yet, bro. Right. It ain't cuffing season yet. You know what I'm saying? It ain't we just gotta chill it out. So we were after I was trash, like all the way at the bottom, right? Are we are we putting it at the bottom? This is not a group list. This is your list. Oh, okay. <laughs> it's like I will not partake in your list. No. All right. After I was garbage. Um, and then after that, after that, we can put. Mm, I really didn't listen to Thursday much or Echoes of Silence much though, so I really can't speak on those too much. But so I put those at the bottom as well because I don't really know those. Um, all right. So after that, Kissland, boom, bottom as well. Um, all right, here we go. Here's the top. Uh, first off, the top one, Starboy, Starboy Begin. Then you got, and it had hits, My Dear Melancholy. My Dear Melancholy just hit for the time. And I remember when it came out, I remember the exact night it came out because I had just, we just broken up with a different girl around that time, like two days after, or something like that, or the day of. Anywho, but yeah, so Beauty Behind the Madness. Um, yeah, Beauty Behind the Madness, definitely next. So it's Starboy, My Dear Melancholy, Beauty Behind the Madness. Um, oh, I forgot Trilogy. What am I doing? Oh, um, mm, 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 Starboy Trilogy, My Dear Melancholy, then Beauty Behind the Madness. Then everything else doesn't matter because it's trash. Well, yeah. <laughs> I wouldn't say trash, man. Like even because I didn't. No, I'm, I, I used listen, listen, Okay, I used I used trash in a in, <laughs> I used trash in a way of like, all right, next. Like I don't right, I yeah, don't need yeah. trash. Like yeah. I mean, so here's the thing. Like, I I know how siblings. I know people regard that as a classic album as well. But what I'm gonna do is kind of what you did. I'm just gonna rank his major albums. So that's. Trilogy, Kissland, Starway, Beauty Behind the Madness, My Dear Melancholy, and After Hours is the ones I'll be ranking. Mm. So in my personal opinion, and this is someone who's not a huge weekend fan, so this should differ a bit too. I would say Starboy has to top it because of that moment. Like you couldn't get Starboy mm. out of your ears. I think Party Monster is yeah. a fire record. I think False Alarm is a fire record. Like crazy. <laughs> What's the alarm? What's the alarm? <laughs> Crazy. Um, mm. And then coming in at number two, Beauty Behind the Madness. Real Life mm. is like one of my all-time favorite songs. That song is insane. Um, <laughs> obviously, Can't Feel My Face and Everything in the Hills. Those songs oh, are like wait, timeless. Wait, 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 wait. I'm sorry. Timeless sorry. songs. Beauty Behind the Madness had hits. I, it I it did, bro. It, to- it Losers with Labyrinth and everything. It did. Oh Prisoner with Lana Del Rey. Jeez. Yeah, man, it had hits. But you you think about it, you don't think of it as like a hit album. But it yeah. was. So I'm going to put that at number two. And then mm. Trilogy is going to get three. Dear Melancholy, four. After Hours, five. And then Kissland, six. And which is crazy because Kissland was also insane. Belong to the World, Live For with Drake, mm. Pretty. Those are all insane songs. 
<laughs> Yo, it might be a weekend. I might fall asleep for the weekend tonight. That might have to happen. Nah, not me. Down. I'm not going there. <laughs> You're good? No, no, no. Yeah, I'm straight. I'm just waiting on Kid Boy's album. Oh, you know, gosh. Sitting there. Crazy. I need Addison a bad... Ray. Addison Ray. Addison Ray. <laughs> yeah. Crazy. Um, other notable. I know me and you were talking about this release. Uh, Ty Fontaine, the new internet money. Oh. Crazy. Yeah. I like. We, me and Fortune were talking about, like, like I'm. I bet a lot of people are talking about, it, but like the future of production and where it's going. Mm-hmm. And I think for at least right now, with this whole eternal take, we might be hearing a lot of futuristic sounds, a lot of synths over these next couple of years. <laughs> and I think, oh, also, you know, Tyler the Creator popularized it as well, though. Totally. Can't forget about yeah. that, the Igor. Totally. So I, God, I can't. It's gonna be nice. Can't wait. We gotta we gotta do this too. We just gotta uh, add our own little twist on it. What's crazy is, for as young as Tyler the Creator and Earl are, they have popularized a lot of flows that we hear in rap every day, from their early mixtapes. I got a question. I got a question. This yeah. is perfect. Do you think Tyler the Creator will be uh, okay? We're talking about our top three, like um, like Kendrick. Uh, Drake and then J. Cole. That's what we're talking about the new ones. I think I'm gonna put this right. I'm gonna put this out here. Tyler the Creator, Travis Scott, and uh, I wanna say mm, mm, mm. I think Don Tolliver. Yes. Okay. There you go. I said it. Don Tolliver, okay. Travis Scott, and So we're talking about new school, right? Yeah, at a new school, I think these three you know, Roddy Rich right there behind. But honestly, I feel like I might switch out Roddy Rich for uh, because Don Tolliver is a closer sound to Travis Scott already. Yeah. So we need to throw on something else. But I'm forgetting a lyrical rapper. J.I.D. J.I.D. J- is like J-I-D. the leader of the new Over, oh, yeah, he, mm, mm. He's Y.B. and Cordae has something to say about oh, yeah. that. Though. No, Y.B. and Cordae is like the new Jay-Z, like the new J. Cole of the era. Mm, He's yeah. the prophet. Yeah, he's a prop. 100%. And then JID's the JID would be because he can't. JID's like the new, uh, like Busta Rhymes for lack of a better, like, like a spitter, like a real spitter. Yeah, I think Travis Scott, though. Travis Scott is like gonna be at the top, like Travis Scott, Lil Uzi. You think Lil Lil Uzi gonna be here, like at the top, like that? So, what we were talking about, like me and you this week, is like. What's crazy is we're already seeing a whole new generation influenced by a generation that we we just witnessed. Like the Young Thugs have created mm. these Uzis, and Lil Wayne created Young Thug, and we've literally witnessed like this triple effect in this short span of time with music, like these last ten years. Mm. Um, I think Uzi though, like it's crazy we're talking about this now. I was watching some YouTube videos of Uzi talking this week to fans. That dude is one of the most normal guys in the world when he's not like put on the uzi moniker like he was talking to to fans and like a couple people are talking about music and like their aspirations Mm -hmm. and he was straight up like you have to understand that you really gotta want it and the guy was like no i do he's like no he said some people think they want it he said but when they get there they don't they aren't ready for it he said you gotta like be ready. He's like, when I got onto this, like when I got put on, I was not, I thought I was ready, but I wasn't. And like, he's just having this real conversation with the guy. And like, you can just see, like, he cares. And he was like, 
give me your phone number right now. Like, I want to be able to help you. I want to be able to talk to you. Send me stuff. Like, I'll, I'll hit you back. And, like, he was doing this with multiple people. Like, taking the time to take their phone numbers Dang. and everything like that. Where, where, where's that video at? It's on, it's on YouTube. So, like, find Uzi Speaks with Fans um, outside. Dang. And it was pretty recently, too, is when he was making Eternal Take. Mm. And, mm. Uh, yeah, it's just it's just crazy uh, to see that. But what I was saying about Tyler, the creator, before, too, is, like, I think, unfortunately, it's sad to say, but I think he'll, much with Earl, is always going to remain underappreciated for what he's done for music like he created a whole color palette he created a whole wave a whole feeling with music bro and he, a swagger yeah you know, he did create a swag he i think he also created a lot of the fact that like really opening up and being yourself like yeah. totally yourself and say and also also speaking your mind you see that like okay like saying exactly what's in your mind though like to the point where it's like like you're rapping I might, I might want some tea or like, like just like some random thing, like exactly what's in your mind. I feel like that comes and inspired by Tyler Creator. Like you see Baby Keem, the way he raps or even Ty Fontaine, like yeah. um, when he has that part that you love so much, Garrett, in that one song. Um, are you kidding me? Are you kidding me? Like that stuff <laughs> like that. You see what I'm saying? Yeah. That personality within it. So yeah. I, I think that's, I think that's a big one. Which is which is totally like that's something a lot of rappers don't realize. You see all these people on Instagram sponsoring their videos, so you see it, and they're rapping monotone into the mic in the studio the whole time. Yeah. And I'm like, you're missing the biggest part of it, which is the personality, which is what everyone mm. falls in love with. Like, why are you excited for a Drake feature on a track? It's because in going <laughs> bad, when the first he goes back home smoking legal, like. I got more slaps than the Beatles. The Beatles. That's swagger and that's like presence. It's also that it's also that like the Instagram post. It's type of like the Instagram post. You remember that uh, story he had where it was like he's like getting he's getting cut by a barber. He's like ah <laughs> yeah, ah. like personality, <laughs> like just like stuff like that. Like that stuff just helps for people just to look at you different and not have this whole serious tone with you. Totally. Like most of the time, you know. It really gets them to open up. Yeah, hundred so. percent. Well, this was a this was a good talk. I think we we capped it off well. We're gonna be doing a lot more of these guys, just open talks. Like I want to do this more, just talking about music, because I know people want to talk about it too. Yeah. Um, and just listen to like opinions and like so mm. you can really just hear like even just like what people your age are listening to every day, rather than like oh the Joe Buttons like. This is what we think is good because we're from the '90s rapping. Like, oh, these from new the kids are cool, but blah blah blah. Like, all nah. these new kids suck. <laughs> Everybody, if you ain't old, you suck. Exactly. <laughs> but you know, it's all good. Um, also, like, we have some crazy, super cool people coming onto the podcast. Like, me and Fortune have already been talking to a bunch of people. We got a bunch of stuff lined up. It's gonna be crazy. Um, and we're excited for everyone to hear the the talks. We're gonna be talking about music. We're gonna be talking about fashion. As you heard, we're gonna be talking about relationships. It's just you know, never ending. So many things. Um, talk to me. Talk to me. <laughs> I think it would be a good idea for like uh, if y'all have any ideas for us. Even like our, we haven't even shouted out our socials. We're terrible people. Um, Yo, we don't see. You see that? You see what that? are we thinking? But that's that's not the point of it. Though. <laughs> you see, you see, that show, but that shows that shows that 
that shows our personality. You see that we didn't shout out our socials, you know what I'm saying? So it wasn't more so to give out, like get our followers up. It was more so just to like get out this information in general. Exactly. So uh, speaking yeah, of that, our socials. Shout out, shout out, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, my Instagram is at Grayson Celine. Or the Grayson C. No, yeah, it's Grayson Celine. So G R U I S O N S E L I N. Grayson Celine. Fortunate is at Fortunate Four T U N A T underscore. Um, because one girl has her name as Fortunate, and we can't get her Instagram profile she off. She needs to change. And I've banned she needs her. To change. And I've reported her, and nothing's. Well, I've work. reported her too. Nothing's been done. Instagram, get on that, please. Yeah, it's ASAP, Rocky. But point being, for our socials, follow us first mm-hmm. of all. Second of all, um, send us any any requests you guys have for us to talk about stuff. Um, yep. Anything music related, anything life related, like. We, there's no mm-hmm. no limit to kind of what we can talk about and share here um and that's all we're here for be a yeah, homies uh, we uh we we shouted out our socials an hour and 20 minutes in or so um we're like just like deep in the conversation so but it doesn't really matter anyway listen um taking every second you know the vibes ties yeah so let's just keep it moving you betcha thanks for tuning in we'll catch you on the next one on the floor. I know that you're down to ride for the rain and drought. Cause it's hard in this world, find another light. Need you right now, what you think I might do? Tell me if you need my love any day. Trust me if you give you love or run away.